Welcome to the Big Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Avis, and sitting with me on the couch to my left is my co-host, the Prince of Pixels, Nick Wright. And joining us for the first time is our special guest host, The White Machete. And today we're going to be talking about 10 movies that scared us. The White Machete. The white machete? I thought that was good. You said I didn't use any name. Machete as in like the the white Danny Trejo? Danny Trejo machete? No, like a cutter. No, we're not doing it? No, no, you're fine. Taking it again? (laughs) You go with the white machete. It, it totally was. It if totally was. was it just threw me off. It's, it's like Nick sometimes gets thrown off if I like don't say something I'm supposed to. I'm just like, Whoa. If I were a spy, I'd want to be White Machete. The white Machete. <laughs> okay. Well, now I know what to expect. Did I say who I really I am? never heard of you as referred to as the White Machete. I, I was never. A bit, I was feeling it out. I was taken aback. Okay. Okay. Should okay, I do something go. different? No, no. You want to think about it? Or do you want to stick with White Machete? I don't know. It came to me like just. Oh, damn it. It worked. Okay, we did it, guys. We did it. All right, Nick, here we are. We are talking about something that you typically do not care about. Which is odd. Well, I mean... Movies that scared us. Scary movies. I just don't really watch them that often. Yeah. It's but not, I feel it's not like... so much that I don't care. It just... I just... Well, but you it's know... like a natural thing when you're... 11, scared. 12, yeah. 13, that's what you do. Yeah, you, you rent know. a scary movie. That's all there was to do. Well, and, and that's what I did when I would go to Ron's house. You know, we I just, was the kid, the bad influence kid, yeah, I guess, who was allowed to watch like movies like that. So so that's where I've, I've actually, probably most of them I've seen. Most of your movies, right? <laughs> your parents are like, damn, we did so good until Ron came along. Yeah, you, you saw, like, Aliens for the first time over my... Alien, I guess, too? The, yeah. Both Alien movies? Yeah. I, uh, which did we see first? Aliens, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because I think we saw Aliens, and I was like, you've never seen Alien? Holy God, you got to see it. It's great. So we watched yeah, it. And, and I like the Alien franchise. Yeah. Well, Nick likes and Monster. Predator. I like Predator yeah. franchise. Nick's all about monster yeah. movies. Like, he yeah. digs monster stuff. And even, to be fair, like, we've talked about you know, monsters in movies that he's enjoyed that frightened me. So I was just a scared little kid, I guess, most of the time. Aww. Like Dark Crystal. Oh, have you but, seen Dark Crystal? I have, yeah. How will you feel well, about it, Dark Crystal? I, it was always very freaky when I was, I mean, to me, the puppets, I was, I found it to be terrifying. But yeah. <laughs> but I haven't, like, gone back and seen that as an adult. Yeah. To know how Oh, yeah, as an adult, don't get me wrong. I mean, I do kid, realize. I was like, what? I saw the Dark Crystal very young. Like, I was like four or five when it you know i was mm-hmm. i was not prepared to see that yeah and you surprised me at the part that you said you were scared about i i'm thinking like that little the little dog that comes out of the hole like Rawr! yeah you know fizz gig yeah fizz gig that's that's the part that no that got didn't me. but no you're like bawling your eyes out in the beginning <laughs> it was freaky man those things were weird uh you know uh oh gosh what's his name jim henson yeah like forgot Good his name guy. for a minute Dude was seriously on something when he was like making that movie. He goes from, you know, uh, the Muppet Show to that is weird. It was a it was a hard left turn, 
you know, yeah. going from yeah. that to that. But it was a cool movie. I dig it. We've kind of already had this conversation. We though. did, but for you know, for the benefit of Kirstie, I'm just sort of cluing you in on like my scaredy catness, I guess. But you know, I watch a lot of scary movies you, nowadays. Yeah, I think you've got me beat. Yeah, I dig scary movies. I like to be scared because, you know, when you talk scary movies and when it comes to like genres of movies, nothing to me beats like comedies and scary movies because they give you that high and low, you know, that Mm -hmm. it's it's the it's the most raw emotion you feel while watching a movie. I I like scary games like Resident Evil. Mm, I don't. mm -mm. And I'm like, you know what? I don't enjoy this. I'm terrified. I'm putting it down. I'm walking away. I'm just not patient enough, I guess, for those games. Like, I want to get right. You don't play them either. Uh, no. I've I played some Resident Evil games, but I've never finished one. And I've got the virtual reality version of the new Resident Evil game that I still Mm. need to play. Yeah, seven. Because I played the demo of that in VR, and I was just like, nope, nope, nope. (laughs) It was scary. I did not like it. Check, please. It it felt like being in a movie. Like my senses were just all screwed up. So that that may be a perfect opportunity for me to jump into that whole survival horror thing. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I'll, I'll look out for movies all the time that are scary. I dig them. I, I, I force myself to watch these movies. Um, are there certain movies that you kind of have a, like my favorite type of scary movie? Well, like I know devil movies for me, I've got to kind of pick and choose. Yeah. Like, I'm like I, I, so you mean you like, know? um, like exorcism type stuff like the anything yeah where you're just supernatural like, you gotta be careful you could manifest some sort of devil door in your house you gotta and, watch out for know. those ouija's well, yeah. those ouija's are always the cause of every bad thing to well, happen that in a scary or you're movie. just terrible you're just scared oh no the, your family's all they've gone through some heartache and now they've manifested a gateway to hell in the basement <laughs> and I, mm-hmm <laughs> Tell us when more I'm, about these gateways to hell. Why did you look at me? Because you laugh, and I feel like this is real. Yeah, no, it's real. Which it's is totally why real. this is why when everybody I watch knows those there movies, are true gateways to hell. Well, yeah, this is why you kind of you get, you gotta like acknowledge it and then be like, but you can't think about it because you don't want to make a gateway to hell. It's it deals with in your like, basement unknown things like afterlife. Like yeah, I like those kinds of movies. Um, I gotta I gotta watch those. Movies. I dig those kinds of movies and. Um, Oh gosh, what else? I, I, I I'm a sucker for a zombie movie. Like I'll watch a zombie movie almost every time, even though they're almost always the same. Yeah. Uh, even like when it's in a show format, like The Walking Dead, I'm a sucker for that. Um, still? I like. You're still into that? I'm still I watching. Like I kind of lost I, it. I'm still Lost watching, even Lester. though I'm I'm my interest is fading. Like I've, I'll watch them like two, three recorded at a time rather than like new every week. Oh no! No! <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, when it comes to scary movies, it doesn't really matter. I I do like, you know, paranormal type stuff. Oh yeah. It's, it's for sure one of my favorite. Um, well, because it gets, it gets real, it gets real. That's my issue with the devil stuff too. I'm all like, (laughs) yeah, like, you know, the devil is the devil. Now you may not believe in zombies, but you might believe in the devil. There's a good chance you're going to believe in the devil. I know. There's a saying you said to me. Yes. Long ago. Oh. Years. Did I impart some wisdom on you years ago that you remembered? 2008. Okay, 2008. I'm having a hard time regulating my internal temperature. (laughs) (laughs) No, you did say that. Okay. But no, you said it's better than being raped by the devil, I always say. Oh, now that is just not appropriate. And and that stuck with me. I do always say that, right, (laughs) Nick? And it stuck with me because it's true. Anything's better than that. Yeah, yeah, I guess if you're going to lay it all out there, one to ten, that's going to be a one. It was... uh, End of days. 
It made me think of that. End of days. Was that the Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, and that deals with paranormal stuff, you know, the devil and and, reincarnating of the devil, Rosemary's Baby type stuff. And being raped by the devil. Oh. Remember that? Yeah. I remember, I don't remember that, actually. (laughs) And that was a cool movie. I dug it, but it's hard to take a scary movie seriously when Arnold Schwarzenegger is like, oh, 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 here's my cross. I'm going to exercise the demons. Right, anyways, he always looks like he's that having was a stroke. Good. Was, did you guys take like Arnold Schwarzenegger in person? That was really good. I, that that was is cool what movie. I always think of. It's him morphing in uh, the crazy Total Recall. Arnold. Okay. <laughs> Two weeks. Yeah. Where he's all like, Aah! and he's morphing. Then it's also him in uh, Conan the Barbarian. He's like, he's tied up, and the the spirits are coming after him. He's all. Aah! He doesn't have a lot of range. <laughs> I know. This is what we're getting down Arnold, to. act scared, I guess. <laughs> Take it to your throat. It's back of your throat. No air out your nose. Frog it. Frog it. Yeah, well, okay. I'm looking at our list. We have 10 okay, movies yeah. that like okay. scared us. And, uh, you know, some of these are, they do deal with like the, the paranormal. And then there are movies that are just like, what the F kind of movies. Like these yeah. are just strange movies. There are movies that deal with aliens, alien abduction type stuff, which always which kind of freak real, me out. real, Nick. Oh, I, I, I believe ancient aliens all the time. <laughs> aliens, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what's that? What's that guy's name? Uh, I don't know, but I love his meme. Giorgio Tsoukalos. Yeah, with the hair. Oh yeah, the hair for yeah. sure. The other guy's <laughs> always like, you have to ask yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask what yourself. <laughs> is such a thing even possible? Yes, it is. But you know, okay, I'm not one, saying okay. it was aliens. But, but it's it was aliens. Yeah. <laughs> it's classic. It's, yeah, it's real. But, you know, I, there was a time when Ancient that type astronaut of... astronaut theorists say yes. Yes. So, but you're into that, and I'm sure none of it scared you. <laughs> well, that's more interesting than anything else. A lot of the... Not a lot. I'm trying to look at them. A couple of these movies were released in a very impressionable age for me. And, yeah. You know, when you're a kid, and like, you know, I, I was at home alone most of the time. Uh, but unlike Macaulay Culkin, like, you know, well, there was no similarities between me and Holly Culkin at all. But we were home alone. That was it. My mom worked late. I would, you know, stay up and watch cable because there was nobody there to tell me I shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where I was introduced to some of these real freaky, scary movies, these classic movies. And I guess I liked it enough to continue to look for them and watch them. Yeah. Um, There's but a thrill. It is. It's a thrill. Nick it's like a roller coaster. Nick doesn't know it, but I mean, we know it. Well, we know you know, thrill. Nick and I had a conversation and, we, you know, there, it's just not of interest to him you know that you only have you have a finite amount of time i guess to do the things you like i kind of remember one i I have no idea what the movie was but it was one of those that was just like on cable tv when i was at your house that once again at my house yeah (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know it's like uh they're in a barn or something and there was like a cow skull like on the wall like hanging on the wall And it was like some kind of like demon or something like possessed it. And this there was like something. It may like, have been a dream. It may be. <laughs> but you never told me about this dream. <laughs> no, you, you were there. What? 
I'm sure I was in the keep dream. Keep going. What no, happened? No, no, keep going. Keep going. Uh, keep, I just, keep drawing it out. It's like the only. It's the only thing I remember about this movie. I have no idea what the movie was. But and this would have been it, like the it was like early a, a 90s. tongue or something like came out of it and like grabbed like one of the guys and like pulled him up and he's all kicking and everything. Okay. As it's pulling him okay. Up okay. Up. And okay. then like bit onto his head and then just like blood just pours wait, down. Wait. Wait. Oh gosh. Okay. Like a you guys out there, if you know what we're talking about, leave it in the comments. Drop it down there. I have no idea. Because the did it scare you? No. <laughs> he probably Not just thought all. it was weird. Nick is slightly dead inside. He has nerves of steel, to... this guy. Yeah, Nothing frightens him. Me, I, I'm a scaredy cat, right, but so I love I. being scared. So am I. All right, so unlike our okay. typical format where we have like a tin of something and Nick and I kind of go back and forth, and this isn't really Nick's forte, this topic, this was a topic that you chose. You know, I was like, what do you want to do? And you're like, let's do scary movies. And I'm so prepared. And you came so prepared. I am so prepared. <laughs> I love that movie. I don't remember anything about it. No, let's no, no. Wipe I love the movie. But yeah, when you're go- you're like, oh, it messed me up so bad. And then you you're flashy like, thing to yourself, you know. Yeah. It out. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe. You got to uh, do what you got to do to survive. Well, we're just going to talk about these 10 movies, you know, one at a time and, you know, why they've scared us, maybe how old we were when they came out. I mean, we'll be able to tell from the dates how old we were, because we're all in the same age range. We won't say, but we're around there. <laughs> we're like Gen Xers. I feel all like of I'm us. a lot younger. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes, too. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I know that I'm younger than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You are, are you guys the same? Yeah, we're both. I'm, I'm, I'm older, He's but older. By, only by a few months or so. Oh. I well, mean, we were like same grade. grade. Wise. Yeah, yeah, same grade. Yeah. Same grade. Yeah. Um, I think you're just one grade ahead of me. Same grade as Pat. Who won? One. Oh, right. So you're kind of no, old, too. <laughs> no, Pat was two. Two grades? Yeah. Okay. But he was definitely in our grade. All right. But anyways, we're going to talk about these movies and, you know, why they scared me or Kirstie and why Nick's, uh, you know, oblivious to it. <laughs> but, but why he may, why but Nick feels nothing. Us talking about these movies might jog something that he remembers and maybe he wants to get, you know, talk maybe about it. Maybe you want to feel Get it off his soul, maybe. <laughs> But I appreciate you coming along for the ride, Nick. Yeah, All right. The first movie we're going to talk about is a classic from, I believe, 1981 or 82, uh, The Poltergeist. I think it's 80. 1982? 1982. I'm going to go with 1982. I don't know. I'll throw it down in the graphics for sure when it gets there. Am I supposed to look this up? Yeah, man. What's up? Come on. You brought the damn thing. (laughs) <laughs> and then you sat it down. But we'll talk about the poltergeist. Okay, Craig T. Nelson, coach, is in this uh, house. And, you know, what can you say about this movie? I've seen it millions of times. I've seen it on cable, edited. I've seen it on. 1982. 1982. Bingo. Hola, bingo, 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 bingo. I would say 1980. That's close. I'm usually so Ew. good at these. Kiersey, this is one of the movies that you were like, I must talk about this. This is a movie that I can speak <laughs> Yeah. Pass and me the mic. And uh, coincidentally, it is one of the monsters. Nick and I had that monsters episode that we were speaking about. One of the things from that movie terrified me. Oh, it's just the tree. The tree. tree. Holy crap! Now other people were afraid of the clown. Me, I was hating that tree because everybody like has been like outside of a stormy, you know, like it's a stormy night, and Mm. you're looking through the window, and it's kind of silhouetty and. Even everything looks bigger and scarier anyway when it's like a dark and raining and you know, and you're a kid and you're scared. I was a kid, yeah. And in this damn movie, the, the the tree comes to life, like it basically becomes to life and rips through, rips the kid out through the window and eats him. You know? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, almost eats him. His parents climb up it and they're like, "What?" puts it He puts it in his. He didn't digest him, I guess. 
but he did yeah, put he it. Got, he, he got yanked out. He went he into he up. went into the moistness of his mouth. <laughs> but yeah, so that that freaked me out big time. And like, that I think happened. No, when did in it real life? <laughs> no, I'm no, trying to forget. Say, that. I think it was when the parents were next door. No, yeah, they were smoking weed or something like not. Pan- oh, okay. Yeah, I've never seen people smoke weed so much in a movie. Like mosquitoes. they're constantly getting high. It's, yeah, good times. <laughs> Probably the first time I've ever seen anybody like smoke a marijuana I know, and cigarette. they look like a really happy couple. I love like, that. Craig T. Nelson a little is. Bit of pot and it's real sweet. It's Mr. Incredible. You know, the dude. The dude stands the test of time. And the mom is hot. She's. She. Yeah, she got that hot scaredy streak in her hair at the end of the movie. I'm asking you that you got that. I don't think I can. Poltergeist. Boom. I'm 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 mostly prepared. Okay, so we're gonna take a look at it. So Joe Beth Williams. Now I will I will tell you she died, I think. <laughs> oh, that's Joe Beth Williams. Yeah, yeah. Total hottie back in the day. She was in a lot of 80s stuff. <laughs> Big chill, Kramer versus Kramer. But she's been in uh, yeah. some stuff recently too. Was she yeah. was she on the office? But, I think so. Yeah, she was total hottie. She was she was way too hot for Craig T. Nelson. I'm just gonna say. Well, it was, you know, even if he was coach. But okay, so yeah, so the this is a Steven Spielberg movie, which, which is nuts. It is nuts. You think Steven Spielberg? You know, now we've we've seen his catalog of movies, and he has a couple of these kind of iffy, scary movies in there. Poltergeist, I feel like, is just so good. Yes. yes. I mean, the whole not, concept. Not the remake, so he's guys. a realtor. He's selling these houses. They're all like mirror images of each other. They're all cookie cutter, same. You do your little upgrades, whatever. They're like this close to each other. Yeah, and that, that neighborhood comes into play big time towards the end. Right, because all the crap's going on. That, and it's one of those like tropes of it was you know basically developed on top of an ancient Indian burial ground, which yeah. is where all and the spirits and they moved the headstones, but they didn't move the bodies. <laughs> you bastards. You, you they didn't bastards. move the bodies. But let's yeah. talk about let's talk about some of the the major scenes in the movie, okay? Let's uh, do it. I always love the scene where they're kind of the ghost feels almost playful at this point in the movie early when they're the chairs are sliding and they're like playing with it and they're like she's like check she it out. She sits her down on the spot yeah, and then it sets pulls her kid her. on there and the kid and she's gets like you pulled. can feel it it pulls you from I it's, mean the whole thing I'm like I am hands down buying it. I'm making it rain on these people because I'm cashing the check. I believe everything that's happening. I'm like, yes. And you, we were little kids at the time, so it might as well have been a documentary. It, no, you can watch it now and be like, it's so good. It is really good. It's a Makes timeless Makes me cry. Every, the scene where I cry every time is where they're trying to contact her. Mm-hmm. Mm. And she's yeah. all, you can hear her, and they're like, yeah. He, like, oh yeah, the it tugs off. at your heartstrings because it's she's that she's standing there, and then she's all, <gasps> yeah. it goes through, and she's like, she's in my clothes. She's all like, she can smell her, smell her in her hair. No, I'm just at home like, oh god, it's real. Are you, I didn't. You didn't cry it? there. No, you didn't, didn't cry. cry. He's he's gonna cry. He's starting to tear just thinking about it. Well, you know, have. Nick, show wow. some emotion, man. Like this kid, they get sucked into the TV. You don't know he, what happens. She's stuck and in he, a... For the first time in the movie, you're like, there's hope. She's alive. That, she's alive. That, she's that, just... The TV is like the thing that stands out to me that I remember about the movie. Like you would see like in magazines or comic books or yeah. whatever, that advertisement yeah. that has like the girl sitting in front of the TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's And the brother would go of. and you can see his silhouette and his teeth like he had some... 
He had he had braces in the second one. The second pole. In the second one, I was going to say, are you going to start talking about a scary part from the second movie? No, but his freaky. teeth were. But but that was a good scene. I did. It was that. good. It was the, good. The, what about the TV guy? What about the guy, guy who bit. like sees the chicken, the maggots and yeah, the chicken? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The guy who about? was in charge of like filming. Yeah. He was like, oh, I got some really good stuff, and then he he's eating, and there's maggots and the steaks all moving across the counter. Yeah, and, then he and goes it's totally the bathroom like and stop just, motion animation. Oh too. yeah, <laughs> and the bathroom scene. Okay, it's not its best. It's not the best. Yeah. It kind of removes you from reality a bit, because a bit. he his face starts kind of like melting. But yeah, he looks in the like, mirror and he's yeah. got like a like imperfection on his face, and he starts to pick at it. He does that thing where he he's like, gone t- full meth on us, yeah. <laughs> like meth That's mouth, right. like d- he was a meth head. He was having his... a scratch fit. Yeah, and you're just like, why would you keep doing that? Because like he sees his face is falling off, and he just keeps like ripping more of it. <laughs> yeah, it just goes on. It goes on for a bit too long. It does. It's not the best part it, it, it kind of reminds me Nick, but as of, a child it terrified me oh for sure it's it's along the same lines as the indiana jones in the raiders of lost ark when like the face mm-hmm. is melting it's 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 cheesy like that but similar effect you're like what the hell what? is happening to this guy uh but then of course he kind of snaps out of cool it looking. you you would have thought that was cool no, it was it was <laughs> you cool you would have thought this was cool yeah you, cool. nick you you if 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 for nothing, if you never watch any of these other ten movies, you should for sure check out the Poltergeist movie. Not not the remake, it's but the a old classic. one. It's classic. you know, like I said, it's it, a Steven it, Spielberg it movie. You. Is it on Netflix? Maybe, I don't know. Uh, but if you ever catch it on Netflix, watch it. It's it's really good. I mean, and it, a lot of it may seem cliched by today's standards, especially the ancient burial ground thing. Like I feel like that's been redone over and over and over again. But didn't it start with Poltergeist? Can't Probably. we just give them that? Eh, it might have. I don't know. Um, but let's see. So there was um, there was those really cool scenes. Uh, well, obviously, the part where they go in through the closet and pull her out. Pull and her then out. once She's again, there's kind of that cheesy bird. '80s effect of like the demon. <laughs> yeah, the demon comes out. That was a bit much. It, when you see the demon, it's always better in a scary movie if you things are left to your imagination. Yeah. You don't necessarily but see you know the thing what? they're trying All to do. All the birth on everything was good. All the they're birth. Thro- they're throwing the tennis ball, and then it was coming down. They're oh, like, yeah. I got it, and they got to like wipe all the like pink slime. Yeah, off I guess of it was it. just like ecto birth. <laughs> what you want to call it? Um, yeah, it sounds good. But you know, it it's God, it's it's a classic movie. And obviously, it's a so classic because they try to remake it. And that uh, was a flop. We watched that together. Yeah, it was a flop, and you know, it, 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 it tried to follow the movie. Good. Like it kind of followed all the same beats and tried Richard to do the Harris, same stuff. Richard Harris's sons in it. it was and it had um oh what's his face um, somebody Harris that dude who oh no I forgot oh what's his Nick look up the the Poltergeist remake and he's he's kind of an actor's actor oh, oh. all kinds of no, stuff no yeah he's he's married to the girl they're in those commercials for I don't read Us Weekly I don't know like <laughs> Sam Rockwell to, Sam Rockwell yeah no but they're on commercials for like washing machines oh it's terrible. <laughs> like what well, they, they go to washing machines the guy the guy won an oscar this past year surely he can do better no well he's on there with his wife and they're talking about oh the craziness about the kids now the clown let's talk clowns for a second guys let's go there um clowns do not freak me out i'm one of the people that appear to be unfazed by clowns and the scariness of a clown kirsty where do you lay on clowns i mean not like that way, but that sounded dirtier than I meant it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on top. <laughs> on top, of I course. Guess. 
No, how do you, how do you feel about? Do they freak you out? Like a lot of people get scared. You know, of well, here's the thing. No, I don't have an unusually strong emotion towards clowns specifically. But if anything is standing outside on a sidewalk just staring at my house, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm unnerving. pretty scared. And if they're and if, if it's, it's a man in makeup, up, sure. yeah, mm-hmm. then you're kind of like, what the hell? Nick, then I'm, there's a crazy aspect to it. But no, in general, I'm not like clowns. But if you're at a circus, you're not like get the clowns away from me. No, kinda. but but I've never liked clowns, even circus clowns. I'm like, you're not funny, man. You're trying too hard. What is it that uh, Pat Oswalt said? They're just they're just transvestites who don't know when to quit. Yeah. <laughs> or something along those lines. Nick, what were you going to say about clowns? What do you clowns? feel about it, clowns? It depends on the clown. I mm-hmm. mean, some clowns look creepy Sharp as teeth. hell. Yeah. Other... I mean, there's a whole, you know, the John... Well, Pennywise is made to look John extra scary. Gacy? He's not just Gacy? a regular... John? Yeah, he was a clown. And he's yeah. kind of freaky looking, too. Like, imagine you put makeup on that guy. Freaky deaky. Um, but yeah, I, I can already tell you, like, Nick's not going to be like freaky, like clown no, scared. I mean, now, now Nick. I think you told me that you thought, because you saw the clown scene, because I think I sent you a Sorry. link to the tree scene, and you were like, that that clown scene I thought was scarier than the tree scene. I don't remember. You don't remember? Yeah, well, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but Poltergeist is a great flick. Uh, great movie. One of the all-time good Classic. scary movies. It comes on around Halloween every year. You know, I always check it out. It, it's a flick that if it's on TV, I always will stop and watch it. Always. Because it's just a timeless Hands movie. Hands down. And all parts of the movie are good. By the way, we're going to spoil the shit out of crap out of a lot of these movies. <laughs> if you haven't seen them, shame on you any. This movie is like 40 years old anyway. But um, if you haven't seen it. It's not that old yet. It's pretty old. It's pretty old. 1982 is it's not 40. It's about 40 years old. Ron, do you even know how old you are? No, I just try to <laughs> pretend like I've stopped aging at 35. Okay, so we're going to move on from Poltergeist. Great flick. Mm-hmm. Good time. Two thumbs up. All right. Way up. Second movie uh, is the first of a, um, the first time movie for a director whose head is ups and downs, uh, M. Night Shyamalan, who, Shyamalan you know, is kind of Shyamalan ding dong. <laughs> but, you know, however you feel about the guy, I think he's more of an uptick right now, but his first movie, The Sixth Sense, was undoubtedly a classic movie. So, so good. And Nick, I think you can even speak to the sixth sense, right? I've seen it. You've seen it. Yeah. Were you um, did Did you know about the the twist, or was it a surprise to you? It was a surprise to me, and, and it was very cool. I mean, I found it very interesting. The twist. Yeah. Um, you know, what's a good twist if you can rewatch the movie and everything does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. That you, you know, then you can rewatch it and oh yeah, and, you know, you, you catch those little points. Mm-hmm. Donnie Wahlberg in that. Oh yeah, in the beginning, the patient. Yeah. The yeah, he, and he was all scrawny and sickly looking. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's Donnie Wahlberg, new kids on the block. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Your was precious Donnie new kids on My the block. My son just said that. I was like, yeah. who, who was he? And he, he's gotten more into serious. That was kind of his jumping off point, too, because mm. like, nobody had seen or heard from the guy forever. And then I remember seeing that movie, and he was unrecognizable. And people were like, did you, did you, can you believe that was Donnie Wahlberg? And that, really? I remember watching I it again a second time. I did not know until yeah. like two days ago. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's Fritz Freak. And he did a really good job. And he ends up, well, he's the one spoiler who kills, you know, uh, Bruce Willis's character. He gets shot right there. It, but then the movie picks up in such a way that you just don't think that he's dead. It, you, just you just think, don't know. you know, this incident happened, some time he's passes, sad. and then it's the next phase or next chapter. He got better. Like, he's he not got doing better. well yeah. with his wife. We know 
he's eating alone. Right. Sad. Uh, in in a, there was the scenes where you know he couldn't. What uh, was like something like with the basement was locked. He couldn't uh, couldn't open that door oh, yeah. to the basement. They, they were all they're just really cleverly written, acted out scenes where you're just very good. That just in you know it's one of those aha kind of. It's a very aha movie. It was it was a very like oh I just got chills mm-hmm. like through the whole thing. Um, lots okay. of I, I had lots of eye watering happening. Uh, How good was Haley Joel Osment in that movie? Extremely good. I mean, he's never been better. This this kid who was so popular around you know the mm-hmm. early to mid ninety or late nineties, I guess actually. Um, but th- this was like the first time anybody had seen um, him in anything, and it nothing takes you out of a movie like a scary movie. Like you got a bad kid actor, just Which really is pretty common. Yeah, it is. It's it's unusual for a kid actor to come out like being that good. It almost makes you kind of wonder, like worry for the kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he he was really good. Um, but obviously, you know, the I see dead people and the, and the lines are really good in that movie. Uh, yeah. The, the, oh, remember that tent or whatever when he he's like oh, he God. can communicate with with ghosts. That's yeah. the thing. And he kind of like rushes back to the tent and he's kind of scared. And he's very this, scared. It's kind of like his safe place. It's a to safe try place. to get away. Yeah. Because he feels it like the, it gets real cold and he knows. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I love that little touch when things get cold and you know something bad's about yeah. to happen. Or, you, know, you can see ghost. his breath. You're like, ah, oh, crap. And also at this point it was pivotal, too, because everything up to this point, the, you know, it was more malevolent. But after that scene happens where, like, the girl pokes her head through and, like, no, no, barfs. No, 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 no. No. No, no, no. I, the, before that, okay. the one guy's like, come on, I'll show you where my dad keeps his gun. And he turns and his head's blown out. Oh, uh, well, but yeah, but he can't but help it. His head's when, blown out. Or whatever. Yeah, but that's terrifying. It You're is. Like, it's, oh, God. And then he <laughs> runs to the tent and he's all, uh, da, 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 yeah. and he opens his eyes and the girl's there and she's all, yeah, and yeah, then you're she, just like, your popcorn, everything's just like, ah, pee. <laughs> I changed it's, my adult diaper bad. and all that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Now, this movie came out the exact same time as, um, uh, gosh, what's that other movie? The Blair Witch Project. And that movie was getting all the buzz and the hype, and everybody was talking about how great the Blair Witch Project was. So this movie, you know, it came out and just, it came out of nowhere. Nobody saw this movie coming. It was M. Night Shyamalan's debut movie. Um, it, I, that's It's what's so refreshing about it is it's like we're we're seeing a new... Wes Craven or, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Carpenter. Uh, can't think of his name now. But, you know, Carpenter. like your horror guru guys. We're seeing the start of something new. This uh-huh. is, this is a new. That's way more psychological. Yeah. Than, than, than the Carpenter. But at the, the same time, it kind of fell into this trap. And there's another one of his movies that are on the list as well. <clears throat> it kind of fell into this whole trap where you started expecting that twist ending to come. Because well, it was this yeah. thing. Yeah. So now, now, now well, the whole movie, it. it started it <clears throat> and there weren't a lot of movies that utilized that twist. And I still can't watch a movie nowadays, especially with him where I'm like paying attention to details and I'm trying to, I'm almost not even enjoying what scary things are happening. Cause I'm Cause trying, trying to like to get one step ahead. But did you see the twist coming in the happening? Yes. You thought it was the damn jag on. It really wasn't even anything that was a much of a surprise. I mean, I just found that to be pretty. The happening was terrible. My, that that's my happening boner went. Oh. <laughs> it, that that for sure was the the, the downfall of Shyamalan. Um, but I think yes, that was that was the start another of movie surprise. that people kind of feel like was 
when he started going downhill was the village, which I personally thought was really good. I did too. And, and I saw that twist coming though too. Like it was, but I was one of the first of my friends. Like you know, it was a group of us that went, and we all watched it. And I was like, when did you when did you have it figured out? And most mm. most of them were like, oh, I didn't really have it figured out until I then. Didn't I didn't know. It. And I was like, oh my god, like I figured it out so fast. Like as soon as they showed those little lock boxes in one of the rooms. I was like, wait a second, what's in those boxes? <laughs> what? It, well, it was like their IDs. Their, it was like their history from like the seventies before they went off. No, I was not there. I totally but, but like, knew I it. I just knew not, it. I was not in a place where I'm like, what's it gonna be? <laughs> uh, but back so, to the yeah, sixth sense. Um, I mean, when I think of the sixth sense, it's all about the twist ending, really. Um, so good. I have all those things though. That was terrifying. The poor little boy. I mean, when he's crying and you're just like. Oh God! He got locked in a closet. He was at that party. Yeah. And they locked him in the closet. Oh, it's, and then it's, he was it's really heartbreaking. There with someone he's screaming. I mean, that movie. I I teared up many times. That was the first movie. <laughs> it was I just screamed. like Harry Potter. <laughs> I screamed in the theater. That was the first time I'd ever done that. I do it all the time now. Really? Second nature. Which part made Scream. you freak out and scared? Scream. Was I it think it was the when the girl threw up. Yeah, yeah that was a little. She freaky. was suddenly there, and it was like she, she was all pale. Like, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, like good. then you then you kind of start to learn there's like a little something more to these ghosts. Like they want something. Mm-hmm. They're not really there to scare him. They're just scary because they're dead. They're trying to communicate. Yeah, and he's with just him. a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and his mom thinks he's taking her jewelry. Really, it was his grandma because she wanted to wear it again. I mean, there's yeah. there's a lot. Nick, feel it. <laughs> Nick's feeling it. I can okay. tell. I feel it. I like that movie. Uh, that was yeah, a good flick. Good. Okay, good. All right, so um, The Sixth Sense, great movie. Once again, uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It was the first M. Night Shyamalan movie. And I didn't realize it was his first movie. Yeah. I figured there was some crap we hadn't seen, and then there was that. No, no, he came out like gangbusters, big time. That, that was it. And then he had so many hits in a row and then just kind of fell off. He did like the last airbender, <laughs> you know, mm. just like odd things. Like, why is he doing this yeah, movie? Where, where's the twist no, going to no, happen no. here? It was the, it was the water one. Oh, lady in the water. Yeah. That was, that yeah, went, that was not so good. That too. went, no. Yeah, it was weird. Okay. Unbreakable though. Great movie. Oh, so good. A and lot of people love that movie. There's a, that one, Mr. Glass or whatever's coming. Oh out. yeah. There's going to be a sequel because it's tying into the other movie that's recent of his that was good. Was it good? Yeah. I didn't see it. What am I thinking of? It's psychological. Yeah, it has James McAvoy in it and uh, Split. Split. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So okay, good. we're getting off subject. So sorry. good. It's, it's a small movie. He, he does better when he's got smaller movies. Well, I mean, The Visit was pretty decent, too. The movie about the kids who go to visit their grandparents. Oh, God. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and they didn't realize that, that those guys here. that were pretending to be their grandparents were actually escaped lunatics. Oh, my you know? God. That was so good. <laughs> no, I didn't see that coming at all. That was good. That was so good. Did yeah. you see it? I don't know. Sean. Yeah, The Visit. Um, it, it's pretty good. Even I, I even loved it despite that dopey kid and his lame raps. Remember his like, lame rap? Oh, like, like Why did they have Rapping to do that? white kid stuff it was a hollywood it was like a producer's <laughs> child or something you're like God, why well and it was like just uh jennifer hahn who's really hilarious it was like their kids and she she pops up from time to time in like webcam messages like oh, phone yeah, calls yeah. or whatever she's like dancing on a cruise ship meanwhile her kids are going through all this weird stuff god it was gave good. me the chills good that, that, no that was good. the movie that, that got good. him back on track i think okay third movie we're going to talk about um, we're gonna we're gonna pull from uh, another 
Obviously, they're all scary movies. But this this is another guy who I consider to be one of the big up-and-comers. And he's not even really an up-and-comer now because a lot of his movies are big nowadays. But uh, The Conjuring. And I'm, I'm talking about James Wan, who is a genius. I love this guy. All oh, of his movies so are in this freaky, like, the way he directs a movie, the way he uses negative space to freak you out, like things that are going on in the side. Oh. Um, in all, a lot of his movies. Like, it, he doesn't go for the jump scare. He goes for that slow build tension scare where something's happening in the foreground. Well, the, the main character's in the foreground, but in the background, and sometimes it's not even full focus. Something's creepy is happening. Yeah. And it just, it, it escalates and Look builds. Look you knowing all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a movie fanatic. Oh I love God. this stuff. But, you know, The Conjuring was his first, no, not his first movie. Insidious was his first big movie. But I'm this not was sure like I've seen the first one of that. Insidious? You and I watched one of them. Insidious is pretty good. Um, yeah, the sorry. first two are Go good. Ahead. The third one and is not so good, and the fourth one's not too bad. Um, but yeah, The Conjuring is um, now the thing about The Conjuring is it's uh, one of those based on a true story. Mm-hmm. This Which is the is... first of those kinds of movies that we're talking about. Yeah. For me, it always adds a little something extra when you know that it's based on a true story, even Absolutely. if you totally don't believe that it could possibly happen. The fact it's that real, Nick. <laughs> somebody, somebody spoke it. They wrote a book about it or something, and then you know it caught on. And the Warrens are the real people in this movie. Yeah. Uh, now they, I, I've you know I've listened to the audiobook based on the book that they wrote about demonology and stuff, and, and you know possession and like the like all the characteristics, all the keystones of what makes a possession a possession. And it's real, it's riveting because they, they, they approach it very scientifically. Yeah, they're, they're good. Maybe, and uh, so it's, it's like, a, they're so good. It's a husband and wife team. And, uh, th- this is a story about them and their first big breakthrough case. And it's about this family who move into this old farmhouse far away, secluded, obviously makes for the best scary stuff. Because and, it's real. Yeah. And it's, it's just this family. And they moved into this house where, like, a lot of horrible stuff happened. It's, you know, it's as far as scary movies, scary stories go, it's nothing new. But the way this guy presents the movie and the way, the way he shoots it, and like I said before, uses that negative space and, like, misdirection, uh, it just, it's so scary. So good. And a lot of his movies. Those, the, is it the opening scene where they're playing the blindfolded? Um, I don't remember if that's the opening scene, but that's, they, like, the Somebody scene. has to clap. Because I say maybe opening scene because I tried to get my husband to watch it. And as soon as that scene was on, he was like, I'm not enjoying this. I want it off. <laughs> no, the opening scene was the Annabelle origin where the two uh, nurses had the okay, doll. Okay. But yes, then after that. Yeah. yeah maybe. This, I don't know. That In terms I mean, of that family, that was like the opening scene. Like you see them move in and they're all happy and, uh, and they're, they're happy to have this house and everything's uplifting and they're making like home videos and it's very sweet and uplifting. Uh, but then as most of these movies do, something like benign happens. You're not really sure. Like, did you hear that? Did you see that? And it kind of mm-hmm. leads, it's almost playful. Yeah. But right. in most of these things, like, <laughs> it is, it's like playful because it's trying to get attention. And then next oh. thing you know, you're in its trap and it's full on haunting you. Um, but yeah, they, they have that game where the, the, the kids would walk around and how did it work? You, was it like Marco Polo? It was something because you had she to would hide. look and, and they'd have to clap. Yeah, you hide. And if you are hiding, 
um, you get like two claps or three claps. So if you're looking around and you can't find, you go, give me my first clap. And then like whoever's hiding will clap. So then you're like, oh, they're over there. So you'll, you may not be so in that I, room. Conceptually, but, I enjoy this. Idea. Oh, yeah. No, they, they make but it so terrifying in movie, the actual movie. You're like, that will never happen. Well, the, the reason that's so interesting is that that's a good payoff in, in, towards the end of the movie with the mother. Um, because, you know, it is an innocent game, but the ghost is messing with them because she's like locked in that cellar, like basement area, and it's all dark. She's got like the like, you know, match. She's like, you know, and she's like looking in the past again. It's another one of those Mr. X. You're looking down into the basement. It's pitch black. You expect something down there to scare you. And, you know, so she lights the thing. And then out of nowhere, like from behind her, out of black space, a hand comes up from behind her and goes clap, clap. And like the light goes out and she's freaking out. Hey, hide and clap. So, as was everyone in the theater. It's a the solid theater. scare. Theater. Oh, <laughs> I screamed. I screamed in yeah. that. Terrified to go to the bathroom. It was but the cool thing about this movie, too, is they really build this lore of the, uh, the Warrens. Uh, you get a look at the um, their museum. That's real. They... Um, they they go to these different cases. They work these cases. They they'll whatever artifact that it is that turns out that's haunting these families. They'll take the artifact. They'll put it in this museum, lock it away, and then they have like a priest come by a couple of times a week and blesses everything in the room. And that's where Annabelle is, and a whole bunch of other crazy stuff, like the little like Jack in the Box thing that you catch in the tr- the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- that's like a real thing. Like there's somebody that comes and blesses like that room. Now the husband is dead, but I think she's still alive. Maybe, maybe she's dead too. No, I think she's still alive. She may still be around. Um, but I think you she know, is. so it's, it's your typical like exorcist type movie. Like the, you know, the, they're trying to get to the mother. She goes full on possessed and like a lot, the, the third act is them basically trying to save her soul. And the coolest, one of the cool scenes that I remember very vividly in this movie is when uh, the mother's like up in the upstairs room by herself, like laying down. And they're, uh, Lorraine Warren, I think is her name, she's downstairs next to a clothesline. And there's wind whipping around everywhere. And uh, she's getting this like crazy, she's, she's like the one that's sensitive to uh, ghosts and spirits. So she can feel and sometimes even see things that happen. Like she saw like the corpse hanging from the tree or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like she sees this stuff. That's her curse. Uh, yeah. And she also sees her husband's death, which is a reoccurring like yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, When's this going to happen? Yeah. She's um, terrified of it. But anyways, back to this clothesline. It's great because the wind whips so hard and then a sheet bl- like flies off the line and it covers a, f- a, f- you know, like a figure. Yeah. It's like a figure standing there. And then it, the sheet then blows off the figure. You don't see the figure anymore. It blows up to the window up at the top. And then like the then after that the sheet like blows away from the window and then there's that this like poltergeist or whatever like standing in the window. Like it's real awesome how they did it. And all the turds fell down your pants. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's when you had to go excuse yourself to the bathroom. Um but you know, that's this is so one of those good. flicks. Now, 
but you know the conjuring uh you know james Wan, like i said went on to do a bunch of like there's um did he do? Well, he did those movies. Then he did like a Fast and Furious movie, strangely. Uh, then he, now he's more or less a producer. Like he, he's done the, the Sinister movie he was a producer on with, um, what's his face? Oh, I don't know. Ethan Hawke. Uh, so that was a good movie. Uh, he's produced like, the, well, there's the Annabelle spinoffs. Uh, they did I The Conjuring 2. Did you? The first one was, I, I liked them both. I thought they were both pretty okay. scary. They're decent, and especially if the Annabelle doll gave you creeps, you know, like it did Which, most yeah, people. Which, yeah, I mean, it did. And by the way, that was a really cool intro into the movie, like that doll, like, coming back, you know, like, mm-hmm. throw the doll out, and it keeps reappearing, kind of in a Chucky way, but you never see it move around ever. Right. Um, I like movies like this, too, that are set in a period, like, they're a period piece, and this one's in the 70s, and it's like a pre-cell phone, like, there's parts of the movie where, you know, they're they're um, they're trying to rush back to the house and they there's, there's not any communication. Like nowadays, it's like instant communication. These types of scares th- from the '70s movies like wouldn't really fly nowadays. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I, I like seeing these movies that are like set in the '70s. I don't know what it is. It's like a scarier time for me. <laughs> Maybe what? that's just a good. <laughs> it's the cars and the clothes and the hair <laughs> and the gold like, chains. Not me. I wasn't scared. No, you weren't. You weren't scared at all. All right, but that's what we'll say about Scare the. Me. Any anything else you'd like to say about the Conjuring? Good movie. Go see it. Good movie. Go go check Maze it out. Balls. It is amazing. Balls. James Wan's awesome. Okay. Uh, next movie on our list is a good oldie but a goodie. Um, it's about, uh, I'm not even going to get into what it's about. We're just going to go ahead and say Nightmare on Elm Street. And depending on who you are on this couch, you either found it hilarious or absolutely <laughs> poop your pants scary. Now, I'm going to give you guys two, one guess who found it mostly hilarious. <laughs> it was not the white machete. That's not what I said. I said it was goofy. It was goofy. Okay. <laughs> Well, okay, that's and that's you know. And it is, but I mean, if you watch it now, I think it's complete trash. The series is kid, goofy, and even when you're like repeating, back I watched to the it scenes, later on. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. see it as a kid. What's okay, a, so I, I I back you up on that. The premise kid, is absolutely like, what. The premise is absolutely terrifying. It's it's yeah, you it's can't, about this. You can't sleep. You know, uh, molesting like child molester guy who gets like burned alive and he makes a deal with the devil and becomes this but wait was he a child molester yeah yeah that was it that was the whole point of the elm street parents shot tracked him down but he got off like he went he was gonna go to jail but he got off on a technicality or something and so the parents took it upon themselves to go burn his house down see i thought there was a moment where you felt sorry for him that he had been burned that really yeah i thought it came out that really he was wrongly burned no, alive no, and I don't then think that's so. why I, he went after people i thought it was something to do with uh that's why he was killing all the kids because he was mad well he was like totally well he was burned. mad that the parents killed him so they ruined. his way to ex- get revenge was to kill their kids so that was why he was mad i guess i missed all that no he was a legit he was like you know for sh- for real uh, murder and then i think in one of the last movies robert england was in the freddy's dead they show a flashback where you know he you know they don't show a kid getting molested, but he's got like their clothes or something, and he's for well, sure see, up to no good. But I feel good. like maybe it morphed into that. But I feel but like the, at some point you are thinking, oh god, 
he was burned. That's what I'm thinking. Is that it, it? kind of evolved into that. Is that what you mean? Yeah, because yeah. I, I feel like, like there was something about yeah, that. where you're like, oh god, no wonder he, he's really mad. Of course he wants him dead. <laughs> I think he's like burned. Oh god, we did him wrong. What are you gonna do? You, you're gonna you get. Had, you're gonna get yeah. revenge on the kids. The I kind of feel like he? if you're only going by the 1984 movie, you don't yeah. really get that so much, and it evolved into that. I just feel but like I it was feel so like heavily implied that like thing. he was guilty but just got off and then the parents burned his house down because they were upset that he got I... off. No. Let us know if you're if you're with me, if you're team Kirsty Nick, or if you're saying, team no. <laughs> I think that it probably morphed to that, to these later ones, but I feel like there was a time in the eighties. Because it definitely is that you... now. Yeah. Yeah. But a time in the eighties where you're thinking so let's talk he about this. So what you're saying is accused. in the movie, the way you took it was you, that you're not sure if he was the molester. No, child I felt killer. like it came out that, oh, my God, he was done wrong and he's like out for blood. I, now that I, was my take on it. I maybe I haven't seen it as recently, so I'm going to have to watch that again closely and, and see. I can't watch him again. I feel like it's just <laughs> so awful. It's well, let's, let's back up and talk about the premise. Say, Go watch. Let's talk about what made this movie so unique and good. And then it's that. He is this sort of, you know, being thing that is able to live in your the kids' nightmares. And only yeah. kids for some reason. You know, like, it, it had to be kids. You had to be... It's like there was a legend of Freddy. And if you didn't believe... Like, if there wasn't this fear among the townspeople that Freddy was real, he couldn't... He wasn't powerful right. enough yeah. to come he to life. He fed off of fear. He fed off the fear in the kid kids' nightmares. I remember being like, this is how you beat him. You have to <laughs> nice. be brave. You guys remember the song, the one, two, Freddy's coming for you song? Oh, that was oh. so creepy because they would play the song and then the little girls are jumping rope in slow motion. Oh, that gave me the willies. Now, the, <laughs> I, I may. Now, yeah, I vaguely remember it. Now, here's another th- instance, too, where I, I didn't see this movie young, but a uh, cousin what? of mine, an older cousin of mine, actually, like, almost word, like, scene for scene, told me about the movie at a very young age. And it came out in 84, so I was pretty young. And it, her description of the movie was pretty terrifying. And then I later saw the movie. And, you know, that time it was probably the late 90s, early, late 80s, early 90s when he was well into like the Dream Warrior and almost kind of like quippy pun guy who you almost yeah. root for in a way because all the kids are like little shits in a way. And, you know, you're, you're not like necessarily rooting for the kids to die, but at the same time you're like, yeah, Freddy, go. Yeah, over <laughs> you're kind of like not too worried about right. it. All right, once again. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Questions? Yeah! What are you on? Looks like a frying pan and some eggs to me. But that first one was was pretty scary. And the scene, one of the scenes that I think is meant to make you really feel unnerved Nick had mentioned that, like, with with the long arms, kind of like you see the yeah, silhouette that, of the arms. That was goofy. Oh my god, that freaked me out so much. I really did not care for that. The concept <laughs> of not being able to sleep. Yeah, that's a was, good one. That was a scary thing. And, and it was As always the, kid, the same in every movie. Like, the kids, oh you know, the kids would uh, take sleeping pills. They would do whatever they could to uh, stay awake. Yeah. And they were like crazy by the end of the movie, you know, because they haven't slept in days. And I also love too how like Freddie would almost kind of like toy with him, you know, like he, mm-hmm. you, you, if you were aware of it, you were in a dream, you could kind of like 
it's like that lucid dreaming thing where if you're aware you're in a dream, you can kind of make things happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where these kids can kind of realize they have power. So they're fighting Freddy. Nick's looking something up over there. 2010. See, in, in the original, he was just a child killer. Right. Mm-hmm. In the 2010 remake, it's suggested that he's a child molester. He's a Chester, Chester, child okay. molester. Okay. All right. But it, it definitely before even the 2010 remake. Because, see, the 2010 remake, I didn't care for. It didn't have Robert England. It had that Jackie it. Hale early, early guy. The guy who played Warshack from the Watchmen movies played Freddy. And he wasn't terrible, but it, I didn't really care for the remake all that much. Yeah, I, I kind of liked Freddy versus Jason. I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I liked you that. Really? Yeah, I thought that was really neat. I thought that was a cool, like, because you hadn't had a Freddy or a Jason movie class. in so long. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> you thought wrong. No, I didn't see it, but I just, it was enough. It's to totally it good. It, to go. I liked it. You okay. should give it a chance. Don't be so snobby. Well, I mighty hated with your it. original run. Listen, it has even Robert as England. a kid, terrified of Freddy, I hated him. I hated his quips. I hated the dumb stuff. His quips were silly. Stick around. <laughs> and like someone's like stuck to the wall. Yeah. I hated that. Yeah. As a kid, I was like, oh, we're not I talking hated about that. We're not talking about all the sequels because they were for sure goofy and weird. Yeah. Fun. I liked them. I, I was always, you know, I, I saw the, I think Freddy's Dead in 90 was the first one I actually saw in theaters, but I always caught them on mm-hmm. home video. Those are some of the first movies that I was brave enough to want to rent and watch for the first time. You know, you when you go to video stores back in the day, they would always have like the VHS, you know, right. pictures of the well, like. And there was all kinds of weird stuff going on always in those boxes. Usually consisted of like Freddy's demon face in the background and all right. of the kids together, and they and they each, you know, they have their own little stories, and it, it's it was it was silly. It was it was silly. But the original, you know, I'm going to stand by the original. is pretty terrifying. I dug it. Oh, it definitely terrified me. Definitely did. Moving on from Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one. Uh, we're going to go to a little movie from Stephen King uh, that was a lot of people our age's first Stephen King movie, I guess. And it was pretty damn terrifying. And it was Pet Cemetery Pet from Cemetery. 1989. Um, so good. Kirstie, this, this was the movie that you had brought up. What, what, was, what stands out in your mind about Pet Cemetery? What freaked you out so hard? Precious, <laughs> precious little Gage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's just a little bitty old baby. He's <laughs> out playing. Uh, keep going. He's out baby. playing. <laughs> he gets hit by a truck. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah, At, yeah. Not a dry eye. Yeah. For miles. Mm, okay. For miles. I know what's up in this movie. I'm not going to squat. I'm not going to shed a tear for this. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. No, God. I'm sorry. I'm an animal lover. I really am. No. <laughs> no, no, no. So the cat dies. Yeah. It's yeah. like jingles or some crap. Oh yeah, you're talking about the kid. I'm oh talking yeah, about the yeah, kid yeah. Gage. For sure, for sure. He's that precious. was the terribly, cat. All right, the cat dies. Sad. They bury the cat. The cat comes back and yeah, yeah. A jerk. Yeah, he was a complete jerk of a cat. But asshole cats, cat. Cats can be assholes. So yeah, you're still kind of like I don't know. Maybe it's not so bad. Yeah. Then the kid dies. The kids. That's, that's when. That's when it gets bad. A very compelling the dad's reason. Like, has it ever been done? And the neighbor's yeah. like, that that ground is, what's he say? He oh, says that's like, sacred ground. I don't know like what it is. Or it's, yeah. He says something like it's like soured 
I think that's Oh, that's that. right. Yeah. That he basically refers sour. to it as sour land or sour yeah. soil. <laughs> and then you're like, ooh. The Indians knew that. They stopped using that barrel ground. The ground went sour. But of course, you know, you've got this option. You got to do it. Yeah. Well, he was so distraught. Back. He had to do something. And uh, the cat, it worked for the cat. It worked for the cat. <laughs> the cat was a little off. But Gage. The cat wasn't quite right. But you're, if you're that. I mean, it like, wasn't murdering the town. <laughs> no, no, not the at all. The cat wasn't. Did you see it? I didn't see it. I vaguely remember this movie, but do you know what scene? You vaguely? I vaguely remember this movie. Uh, it's right, like one of those things me, that I saw. I saw at a younger age, and there's one scene in particular that freaked me out, and I hated it. And tell it me. still stands up as creepy. Tell as hell. me everything. And that you is know. the sister. Zelda. My sister, Zelda. My sister died in in the back bedroom and, and that's what she was the dirty secret i had to i had to feed her sometimes i hated it zelda in the room when in the attic yeah oh. they like open the door oh. and you're like what is wrong with this person oh, and she's got like spina bifida or something it's you know? something that sh- shouldn't be shunned yeah but yeah and you see like her tongue her. like she turns around and you're like and they're creeping up on her and oh my god oh, that god. scene was that so... was terrifying yeah that, that actually my girlfriend and i we watched it we were probably in sixth grade or something. yeah 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 and for sure. uh, the perfect age for like a sleepover that scene was like I mean, we were just like, ah! like could, we couldn't go to the bathroom alone. We were terrified. Yeah. I mean, opening the door, you knew you were going to see her. Never get out of bed again. Never get out of bed again. That oh, was awful. It was so slow, too. You're like and creeping up. it was up. random as hell. It like, was. Where did that, what does that even have to do with anything? What that has nothing to do with Gage? or? I, I actually found was... that scene more scary than anything else in the movie. Like, it just disturbed me. It's disturbing. The rest of it's just so heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. He kills. I mean, Gage is going around, and then, and then his dad finally gives him a shot to like, you know, kill him. Yeah. And Gage is he's just walking down the hall, and he's all, no fair. No, no, no fair. fair." And you're all, oh god, he's going. Now, do you know that they're remaking this movie? Man, I'm (laughs) over this. Of course. I'm, I'm almost positive they're remaking this movie. Yeah, they, and, I saw it. They did you? Right. Okay. What's wrong? I, with I don't everyone? know. I don't know, man. They're just running out of ideas, so they're just gonna stop doing anything original. No, that's not true. We there are some original movies that we've talked about, but in recent movies too that yeah. are not, not necessarily on this list, and we may have to shout out because we cut them. Give a shout out to which? Shout, shout out to the witch. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's that, all kinds of these like really tow us up real bad. Interesting movies that you would. Like I call them like Netflix Netflix finds. Yeah. You'll do like a Google search on like what are some scary movies available on Netflix? And there'll always be these like ten or twenty movies that are kind of obscure. And uh, movies like The Babadook and The Witch were those kinds of movies and really unique and scary and small, small budgets uh-huh. and original. But uh yeah, the, the Pet Cemetery was I, I wanna say that was like the height of Stephen King's, you know, theatrical yeah. run back in yeah. the day. Movies He's after that down. were like Sleepwalkers. Like the, that movie came out soon after that. The Tommyknockers. Terrible. Yeah. Sleepwalkers wasn't. What were they? They were bad. like I vampire mean, King has things. like area rugs attacking families now. Like it's like it's gone so bad that you're like, I, I don't even care. I don't know. I don't care either. He's good on Twitter. 
I've never followed him on Twitter. Oh, you know, but I've seen his tweets. And yeah. I, I, he gets way too political, though, I feel like. Yeah. Okay. So I hope you're having a good time. You're feeling kind of scared and freaked out. Uh, you need to go check out these five movies. We're going to pause here. We're going to, well, we're not going to pause, but we're going to put a pin in this topic and we're going to come back next Damn week it. for five more scary movies that scared us. Bit redundant. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're watching, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, you can check us out on our podcast services everywhere, including iTunes and Spotify, among others. Uh, if you're listening to us right now, uh, and you didn't know we had a YouTube channel, please consider checking us out on youtube.com slash bitgeeks, where you can actually see us enjoying talking to each other uh, and add extra touches uh, in included in the video uh, in, 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 tr in tremendous 4K video. <laughs> hey. uh, and then also, if you enjoyed yourself, you know, and you, if you stuck around for the whole episode, uh, you know, please share with your friends, subscribe, uh, you know, kindly press the like button. Uh, leave a comment. Let us know what you're, how we're doing. Nick and I appreciate the feedback, and uh, you know we, we like to know what you guys are thinking. We're not just sitting here talking to ourselves. You know, people out there actually listen, and, and we've we've gotten some feedback recently. We really really appreciate that. Um, but anyways, for this week, uh, we'll, we'll be back next week for the conclusion of this episode. I've been your host, Ron Avis. I'm Nick Wright. Kirsty. <laughs> <laughs> just get that flopped around. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye.